Hey there, my name is Shalene Johnson, and you have tuned into The Shalene Show. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I'm the creator of several online academies like Smart Success, the Marketing Impact Academy, and the Courageous Confidence Club. Now, you might also know that I'm involved in the fitness industry. I've done lots of fitness videos, DVDs, infomercials, you name it. But my primary focus, the thing that keeps me the busiest, is what I'm doing right now, and that is helping people who are just like me, who are just like you, try to be better. I want to be better. I know you want to be better. And that's my life's work. I love teaching. I love going through tough stuff, making mistakes, figuring out a better way, and then sharing my answers. And I love podcasting. So if you don't know by now, I have another show. If you're an entrepreneur or interested in maybe someday starting your own thing, I would love to invite you to listen to and download and subscribe to Build Your Tribe. It's the other podcast that I do. You'll find it in the business section, but you're here now. So let me tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that feeling and how to overcome it, that feeling of kind of being in a funk after a big event, a huge project, a stressful, monumental occasion, something that just Now, maybe today or a few days after it's over, you might be trying to figure out why you feel like you're, well, basically in a funk. Today, I will share with you some of my best tips as well as advice from the experts on how to get yourself out of a funk and kind of more importantly, how to get extra mileage out of that event, that seminar, that trip, that stressful project or that big event that you just recently completed. Welcome to The Shalene Show. The Shalene Show is brought to you by the Courageous Confidence Club. Confidence is a strength that can be built and strengthened just like any muscle. You just have to do the right exercises. Your success, your likability, your influence are all determined by your confidence. It's the number one factor in determining your professional success, your happiness in relationships, and your ability to raise self-sufficient children. To feel more confident in social settings, this program is changing lives. I hope you'll check it out. Please visit our website at CourageousConfidenceClub.com. So for the purpose of this episode, we're just going to call it, quote, the event. But just know I'm talking about a wedding, a birthday party, a vacation, finishing a ginormous project, finally getting your podcast up, launching your website, getting through your divorce, returning from a seminar, moving into your new home. These are big events, which even though in many cases they're happy events, they can also be incredibly stressful. I've just returned from five, well, if you count travel, six days away from home. I went to a a convention in Nashville, Tennessee, representing Beachbody. Now, Beachbody is the organization that I partner with to do all of my fitness infomercials and exercise programs. It's a company that also, even though they sell stuff on TV, and that's where many people know me from watching infomercials, they also have this really cool opportunity for people, which I, I kind of love because I've got lots of friends and family members who've been able to change their lives with this. And by the way, this isn't an ad or um, me trying to talk you into doing anything. I just am incredibly grateful that I have so many friends who have been able to make a living with Beachbody because here's what they do. They offer exercise programs, which hello, everybody needs exercise, and they have massive amounts of exercise programs. P90X, Insanity, uh, T25, Hip Hop Abs, 
Pio, Turbo Jam, 21 Day Fix. I know I'm missing a bunch of them. Rev Abs, uh, Brazilian Butt Lift. There's so many. I mean, there's something for everyone. Uh, tai Chang, you name it. There's a program for everyone. And everybody needs exercise, right? Yes, the answer to that question is yes. Now, not everybody loves an exercise DVD, but everybody needs exercise and everybody benefits from having accountability. So what Beachbody recognizes is that people were losing a lot of weight on these programs. And when you lose a lot of weight on a program, everyone always says, what have you been doing? How did you lose the weight? And once you lose the weight with the program, you tend to fall in love with it and you tend to become an evangelist for it. You know that's true. Talk to anyone who's fallen in love with CrossFit or Jazzercise or Zumba or P90X, you name it. People, once they fall in love with the program, they want everybody else to experience that high and that euphoria. So what Beachbody did was realize, gosh, the people who are getting results from these programs end up being our best testimonials. They end up being the people who are suggesting these programs to their friends and family members, and they should get a cut. So they made them, I guess you could call it almost like distributors and allowed them to basically earn when they suggest the programs to people. And that evolved into something that they call their coaching opportunity. And yes, it is very much like network marketing or multi-level marketing. Well, except that they're not selling soap or candles and not that any of that's bad, but I just personally really believe, hello, everyone needs better nutrition. Everyone needs to exercise and doesn't everyone benefit from having someone keeping them accountable? Well, those individuals, those representatives, those distributors are called coaches. Now, I am not a coach, but many of my family members are and closest friends, and they've made incredible livings doing this. My sister, Janelle Summers, happens to be the number one earning coach in the Beachbody organization. And no, it's not because I send her people, because I don't. Trust me, I don't do that. It's because it's because of Margin Bill, our parents, I, I think. My sister's just really kind, and she's hardworking, and she's sweet, and she's honest, and she helps people, and that's it. There's no secret. There's no special SEO. There's nothing funky she's doing in social media. She's just, she's just doing her. She's just her. And people are attracted to that. And she's, I mean, we're very different and very alike in many ways. Like we both have integrity as long as the day is. And we're both honest and we're both loyal and we both do what's right and we don't take shortcuts. Um, I tend to be more outspoken and more outgoing. She's even a bigger people pleaser than me. She's the nicest person in the whole world. Like sometimes I know I offend you and I'm like, that's your problem. And my sister would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she would feel bad about it. Not that I don't have a heart. I'm just saying she has a really big heart. And the reason why I'm telling you that is because it is a cool organization. And, and even though my primary passion and purpose and what I do day to day isn't necessarily fitness, fitness is still something I do um, for myself each day because it's my drug. But my primary business, the place where I make the majority of my income and what I spend 90% of my time working on is personal development and business development. It's my online academies and seminars. Nonetheless, I go to this big event that Beachbody puts on each year with all of their coaches, well, at least the people who have signed up to come to what they call their summit. And this year, it was held in Nashville, Tennessee. There were 25,000 coaches there. And I just am here to tell you, it was a bit stressful. 
Regardless of how fun and exhilarating and exciting it is, it's still incredibly stressful to, well, I mean, there's like five trainers who are there, myself and uh, Shanti and Autumn and Sagi and Tony Horton. And then there's 25,000 coaches. And, you know, you kind of feel like you're in a fishbowl. You, you can't leave your room without you know, just a swarm of people who want to ask questions and, you know, take pictures because it helps their business. And it's fantastic. But it's also something you've got to give yourself, at least I needed to give myself a couple of days to decompress. And that's why I thought this was a great day to record this episode. But regardless of the event, it doesn't matter whether it was a seminar you were returning from, or it's a couple of days after your wedding. Or maybe you've just moved into your new home. We know what that feeling is like. In fact, I bet the first time you felt this feeling, this kind of weird, confusing feeling when you should be happy, but for some reason you're almost sad and in a funk, is when you're a kid. The day after your birthday or the day after Christmas or Hanukkah, like a big holiday. And you spent months and weeks in anticipation of this big event. You imagined in your mind how exciting it would be to come down those stairs on Christmas morning. And for weeks, you paged through the Sears and Robux, the Sears catalog, circling each and every item, including the G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip that you just so desperately wanted Santa to bring you. And then Christmas morning rolls around, and then the sun sets. And now it's December 26th. And remember that feeling where you've, you've opened up all your gifts? And it was amazing, but it's, it's over now. And you have that, that feeling like, well, what am I going to be excited about now? Or, or maybe, maybe you've been married and you know what it feels like to plan your wedding for a year, for some people two years, and all the anticipation of the big day and the beautiful dress and all of your bridesmaids and relatives and how perfect everything would be right down to the rice that they throw over your heads as you leave the church. And then it's a day or two after the wedding and you wonder, why am I kind of in a funk? Well, the good news is you're very normal. This is a very normal thing. It's a normal phenomenon. But what you need to recognize is that there's a way to take advantage of this feeling and to get some extra mileage out of the big event. Now, by extra mileage, what I mean by that is instead of feeling down about it a couple days after the big event, you can follow some of these tips and actually use them to boost your self-esteem, your enthusiasm, your personal motivation, and your confidence. My first tip is to recognize that this is going to happen. It's going to happen anytime you have a big event. So plan for it, expect it, and take some necessary precautions. So my first two tips are precautions. The first one is this. If you're going away to do something really exciting, like a vacation, or a seminar, or a workshop, or anything else that's really personal and special and exciting to you, and then you come home and you want to tell everybody else about it, it's going to be incredibly disappointing that their reactions don't match your enthusiasm. So rather than trying to expect other people to get as excited as you are or you were, I just say, keep that to yourself unless you know it's somebody who's just like dying to hear about it. 
I'll never forget the first time that I met Brian Tracy, and he had been my mentor from afar. I listened to all of his cassette tapes. I bought every book that I could buy. I mean, I literally put my last dollar on a credit card to buy one of his programs, and I drove around in my beat-up Jeep. This is like in the uh, early 90s, just driving around listening to these these audio messages. And, and so for, gosh, 15 or 20 years, he had been my mentor from afar. And the very first time that I actually got to meet him live and in person, I'd spent a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money. I dare say, I think we spent, I think we spent $10,000. I say we, because we both, my husband and I invested in me taking a three-day seminar with Brian Tracy on how to become a better public speaker. Well, it was a very intimate event, so intimate that I actually got to sit next to him and have him critique my public speaking and, and tell me how to do a better job. And I just loved that. I just loved getting better. And, but most importantly, I have to tell you, I, I just loved soaking him up and all of his knowledge and his wisdom and just how direct and how on point he is with his advice. And so after three or four days, I think it was like a three-day seminar with Brian Tracy. Now, remember, this is my personal mentor. I came back home and Brett had been with the kids for those three days and I'd been locked in a a conference room with Brian Tracy and I think about 10 other individuals and I just couldn't wait to drive home and just tell him absolutely every minute of every single day. The seminar ended late that Sunday and by the time I got home, Brett had already fallen asleep. But I was so excited. I could have driven home on my endorphins. So I crawled into bed and I started to kind of shake him. And I'm like, I'm home, honey. I'm home. I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to tell you about this whole experience. And he's like, oh, you, you had a good time, honey. And I'm like, oh, it was amazing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. I have to tell you. And he goes, um, honey, is this going to take a long time? And I was like, wah, wah. And then I just realized, I'm like, yeah, why would this be exciting to him? You know, I mean, I know he's happy for me, but I would just kind of ruin that experience if I kind of went through every single moment of those last three days and selfishly assumed that he would be as excited as I was in the same way that I probably wouldn't be as excited to hear about every single moment and every single word and every single exchange between he and his mentor. So my first tip is to just remember that sometimes that excitement is just for you. So be prepared if people around you aren't nearly as enthusiastic to hear about your event as you were to be a part of it. Number two, my number two is also a pre-planning tip, and that's this. Schedule the day after or even two days after, quote, the event so that you have those days to do nothing. Like, dude, nothing. Nothing. Well, except process, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But too often, people will go away to a seminar or they'll have a wedding or a big event or whatever it is, and then boom, the day after it, they forget to take into account this feeling and how important it is to decompress. So tip number two was to schedule ahead of time your decompression day. You can call it an unpacking day. You can call it catch up with the family. You can call it just a me day, but it's really important that that goes on the schedule and never underestimate how important it is. You know, we think we can go and go and go, but we're just like a machine. 
if you continue moving and you never take time to refuel, well, you'll be running on fumes. And that's just not good for anybody. Number three is a phrase. And I want you to repeat this phrase after me. It can wait. Ready? Here we go. It can wait. You have to have that mindset after the big event. Because life hasn't stopped just because you were away or you've finished this big project or whatever it is. Life continues to move on. People still want to hear from you. There's still going to be emails and there's going to be people to follow up with and there are things to do and there's laundry that needs to be done and there's dishes to be put away and there's things to do. But repeat after me, it can wait. One more day is not going to kill you. Now, when I returned from Nashville, I realized I needed to get back onto my podcast. I hadn't recorded a podcast in over a week, and I really needed to record one on Sunday and on Monday. But I kept repeating that phrase, it can wait, it can wait. Now, if that creates anxiety for you, I want you to go ahead and let that play out in your head. And by play out in your head, I mean this. Imagine the worst possible scenario if you just let go of that thing, if you don't reply, if you don't attend to it. So I'll give you that same example. So I thought to myself, okay, if I don't record a podcast, what could happen? Well, I'll fall in the rankings on iTunes. And if I fall on in the rankings on iTunes and people won't know about the show, and then if people don't know about the show, well, then they won't know to pass it along to their friends. And if they don't pass it along to their friends, well, then my show will drop into oblivion. And then when I go to the grocery store, people will be like, that's the lady with the podcast that failed. And then eventually the townspeople of Laguna Hills would band together and they would vote to have me move out of the city because I would be like an embarrassment to the city. You know, so you just, you play out all of these crazy scenarios in your head. And, you know, the realistic side of things is that, yeah, my podcast would probably fall in the ratings and it it didn't, but it could have. And even if it had, um, so like what's more important? So let's assume that you have 55, 11 million bajillion emails to return. What would happen if you took one more day and didn't reply to them? Well, those people might think you're a flake or you might miss out on a big opportunity or you might miss something really important to which I reply, so, so what? Who cares? Connect with your family. Connect with you. Decompress. Fill your tank. Step number four is to create a summary. Now, this is really important for a couple of reasons. Number one, you want to do this on paper. And here's why, because it's a review of whatever the event was. No matter what it is, whether it's a seminar or building your home, it's really important to put on paper what you've just accomplished, what you need to follow up on, what you'd like to do better than next time, and then any loose ends that you need to attend to, that you want to address a few days from now, because right now you're not going to do that. But a lot of people still feel the stress of all of those things because they're trying not to forget. They're trying not to forget all of the notes they want to make on how to do things better or the things they want to follow up on or the things they want to change, et cetera, et cetera. And then just trying to keep track of all of those things in your head is going to stress you out. And so what do you do? Then you start digging back into it. And then what have you done? Well, you haven't rested and you haven't decompressed. So rather than worrying about forgetting these things, Just get them down on paper because, repeat after me, it can wait. 
the other reason why it's really important to create a summary, other than the fact that you're just, you're removing that pressure from your brain, is that it allows you to process the event. It allows you to make sense of what just happened. And in many instances, it will help you to identify like the major stuff that you've just done. And that will make you feel confident. You're like, geez, now that I've written it down on paper, I just did some pretty major things. So let's just say that you've returned from a big seminar and you realize that you met new people and you traveled for the first time by yourself and, and you learned new things for your business. And there's so many things that you need to just kind of write down and process. And when you look at that on paper, you might realize, wow, this is kind of major and I should be proud of myself. Or, or maybe it's that you've just gotten through a divorce and you've just signed your divorce papers. Or, or maybe you've just moved into your new home and you've built it from the ground up. Take a moment to sit down and monument on paper, put in writing everything that's happened. Because I think you'll have a sense of pride. Moving on to tip number five. Now we are in decompression mode. What I want you to do is take a walk, a relaxing walk, not a power walk, not you pumping your arms and, you know, turning it into a jog, but just a, oh, I love this music. I feel no stress. I'm not trying to get a workout. I'm just trying to move my body. Just take five minutes if you want, 10 minutes, and it needs to be outside. I don't care if it's snowing or raining. This walk needs to take place outside, and I don't want you uh, reading emails on your phone while you're walking down the street. I don't want you listening to a podcast, not even mine, I know. I really just want you listening to nice, relaxing music. Tip number six, this one's going to shock the pants right off you. Exercise. Yeah, I'm not, you know, sometimes the day after a huge event, you might not have the energy to exercise, which is fine. I, I don't think you have to exercise 365 days a year. But by day two, you need that medicine. And exercise is a wonder drug. I'm not talking about you kicking your own butt or going to a CrossFit class or, you know, taking the scorchingly hot extreme naked yoga class or whatever it is. I'm just talking about just moving, getting your heart rate up. Move feel good because it actually does create this kind of therapeutic event in your head because it actually does release endorphins and creates a morphine effect in your brain. And, and you need this. You need this because it releases emotion and it makes us feel better and it puts things into perspective. And exercise is something you do to treat yourself. So if you don't think of exercise in that way, if you think of exercise as something that's punishment or something that sounds awful, well, then let me just tell you, you have not found your soulmate workout. I don't care if you have 150 pounds to lose. There's something out there that when you try it, you're going to be like, this is good. I look forward to this. It feels great. I can't wait to do it again. It doesn't have to be hard on your body, hard on your joints. There's an exercise program out there that's going to help you fall in love with the fact that you have this gift, that God has given you this gift. It's a gift. And it just wouldn't make any sense to throw that away or take it for granted when there's so many people out there who don't have that gift. They don't have that choice. So just do something that you look forward to, something that sounds delicious, and it doesn't have to be a long exercise program. It doesn't have to be an hour, just something that sounds good. All right. 
Number seven, get outside. You need to move outside for at least 10 minutes. There's something so restorative, so therapeutic about being in nature. And it's really important for us to connect with nature and take in the beauty around you. Now, while you're there, I want you to stretch your arms and I want you to yawn. Did you hear my elbow just crack? Because I stretched, as I said, stretch your arms and yawn and, and take deep breaths in and close your eyes and smell the air. Listen to the sounds around you, whether those are the sounds of nature or cars driving by or the city or whatever. I just want you to be present. I want you to be outside without looking at your phone, without listening to music, without listening to a podcast, and just listen to your environment and be present. You only need to spend 10 minutes doing this. If you'd like, you could spend longer, but there is something really important about getting outside. Number eight, this one's also going to shock you. You should have sex. I mean, if you're in a committed long-term relationship anyways, and ideally with that person and not somebody else, but it really does work like a charm. It is the ultimate stress reliever. It's a great way to decompress, but you'll notice that I put it pretty far down the list because there's nothing worse than trying to like get in the mood when you're not in the mood, when you're completely stressed out and you're trying to keep track of all of these things that you've just done and you're trying to remember uh, what you have to do next and you're, you're feeling overwhelmed from the event. So go through this process and Sex should be a little lower on the list. Sorry, mom. Okay, number nine, read. Not on a digital device, but on paper. So I want you to pick up a book or a uh, magazine, an article, a newspaper, but just sit down on the couch, curl up with a blanket, and read. Again, not on a digital device. And preferably, I'd like you to read something that has nothing to do with what you've just done. So say, for example, that you've just returned from an internet marketing seminar. The last thing I want you to do is be reading about anything having to do with internet marketing. I want you to just read brain dead kind of stuff, like a really great novel or one of those trashy magazines or a newspaper. Just read something that will completely engross you in the content. Number 10, disconnect. Now, at least for half of the day, I would ask you for a whole day, but at a minimum, I need half of a day where your phone is upstairs or downstairs or away from you and sitting on a charger, where you've turned off your computer, where you can shut off the outside world and all of those pings and dings and notifications that have us feeling stressed, that have us feeling as though we are somehow obligated to reply to people immediately, and that make us feel as though we don't have the right to relax and decompress. You do have the right to relax and decompress. Woohoo! And my number 11 tip, that's right, number 11. You know 11's my favorite number. This is a fun one. What I want you to do now is think about what is it you're most excited about that's coming up next? Now, if you don't have anything, you need to plan something and preferably within the next three months. Now, it doesn't have to be as big of an event as you've just gotten through. But I want you to have something that you're looking forward to, whether it's a vacation or an upcoming seminar. And if you don't have something, then I want you to schedule something. Schedule something that you can get excited about. That's what gives us hope. That's what gives us happiness. We need to wake up every day and have something to look forward to. 
while I was in Nashville and I was getting through those last couple of days, I mean, there were a couple of nights where I didn't get but maybe two or three hours of sleep. Yeah, I just wasn't in my own environment and the days were long and there's so much energy and enthusiasm and so many things to get right the next day. I just wasn't sleeping well. And I knew this was going to happen because it happens every year. And it's, it's a short period of time. But what Brett and I like to do is have something that has us excited to get through this event so that we can be looking forward to the next event. So what we did was start planning together our own little retreat. So in just a couple of weeks, the two of us are going to get away, just he and I, to our own little retreat in Northern California. So when I returned from Nashville feeling tired and cranky and a little stressed out and needing to decompress, one of the first things that we did together was sit down and look at pictures of this beautiful location where we're going to be visiting and just talked about how fun it's going to be to just get away and have nothing to do and just enjoy each other's company. And that made me excited. Like that immediately got me out of my funk because I had something to look forward to. So what are you looking forward to? What are you excited about? If you don't have something on your schedule, create something and it doesn't have to cost anything. Be creative. I know you know someone who's just been through a big event. And I'm going to ask you a favor. I'm going to ask you to share this podcast with them. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, you'll click the share button, which is in the upper right-hand corner. I think in most cases, it looks like a square or rectangle with an arrow at the top. And all you do is copy and paste the link and text it or email it to a friend. Somebody who's just gone through a major event or maybe just returned from a seminar or you know, one of those things that we talked about, share this episode with them. And by the way, thank you so much, if you haven't already, for leaving a review for The Shalene Show. It really does help the show tremendously. And yes, I went seven days or longer, I think, without releasing a podcast. So yeah, by now we've probably slipped in the ratings. And that's okay, because I've got you. I've got you to help me get the awareness out by sharing the podcast with your friends and, of course, leaving a review. The reviews help immensely as do downloading and making sure that you're subscribed to The Shalene Show. And hey, while you're at it, even if you're not sure if you're ever interested in starting a business, may I invite you to please subscribe and listen to Build Your Tribe. Lastly, I just want you to know how blessed I feel um, to have this opportunity to talk to you and and that you actually listen to the show and you share it with your friends. And, and at that event, can I just tell you the coolest, coolest, dopest thing that happened this year? that didn't happen the year before. This year, every person who I took a picture with, almost everyone, I'd say like 90% of the people I took a picture with said, I love your podcast and I'm a lifer. And when someone says I'm a lifer, I know who they are because I'm a lifer. We're a lifer. Lifers are learners. Lifers are people who want to be better. Lifers are people who are interested and curious in other people. They want to learn. They want to improve. They want to be nice to people. They want to be better. So thanks for being a fellow lifer. You are the bomb.com. Love you guys.